Welcome to Her Love of Sports with your host, Katie Hamilton. Welcome to Her Love of Sports, where we are highlighting professional women in the sports industry. I am super excited for this episode because I met my guest probably around two years ago, 2021. She is the store manager for Lululemon Johnson Street and an absolute amazing, inspiring person. Please welcome Steph Strong. (laughs) What an intro. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for coming, Steph. I'm so excited we got to do this and having you in studio. So uh, let's do a little backstory. So I think it was 2021. Um, we connected and at Lululemon, and now you are my my store manager for being an ambassador. And it has just been so amazing having getting to work with you and having the experience. And like every day, I kind of like pinch myself. <laughs> it sounds funny that I'm like you're just the family is just so amazing. I call it the family. We're just so amazing, so supportive, just just everything. So I'm yeah, I'm just so happy to have you here today. Oh, well, you get what you give and you, you give it all to the, the program. So it's been really fun to have you. And this is like a bucket list for me to be on a podcast. I, I've always wanted to do this. So it's been great. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. And this is all this episode is all about you. So I'm so excited. <laughs> We've talked a bit about your career and like where you started with sports. But today we're just going to completely dive into it. So let's start with how you kind of got into sports. Mm hmm. Yeah, funny, like reflecting on it. Um, I've spent a little bit of time thinking about it this morning and uh, it, it was based in friendships. Like um, my my two best friends growing up as a kid were twins and I wholeheartedly thought I was the triplet and they started playing soccer. And Sorry, I'm so, this. I'm that was me too. Really? My best friends were twins and I was the triplet no way. and we played soccer. Sorry, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. then you know the drill. Like yeah. I, I was like, they're go- off to the fun and sun camp. I'm off to the fun and sun camp, you know? That, sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt. So that is completely me too. And I we were that. all the three Hamiltons anyway. So I just, that's the so funny. Hamiltons. <laughs> Did you guys have the same last name? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, back to you. Back to you. So that's that's how it started. And soccer was always like my main um my main game. I I played like the highest level I ever got to really was like silver. Um but I was grateful for that because I was able to spend my time playing a lot of other sports too growing up. Um I started with with the twins and and then um once I got to high school, it was basketball and rugby, um volleyball, hockey, all, all of the things. And so um, my dad has this joke with us that he was he was blessed with average children. I was like, that's a that's quite the comment, but I get it now. Like I didn't um, pigeonhole myself on one one sport and I was able to play a lot. And that taught me a lot about leadership and a lot about playing as a team. So um, I kind of had a, a charcuterie board of like experience in sport. I love that too. And we talk about it so much with our guests of being multi-sport athletes Mm. and kind of when do you turn that on, when do you turn it off or to kind of focus on your main sport of where they're going off to. But I think it's a key one also is maybe if you are in sports and you're not like, okay, this is what I'm going to do as a profession. This is what I'm going to pursue or Olympics or something like that Mm -hmm. is it's like just putting your foot in all of them and enjoying them all and getting that experience. Um, So which sport would you say was your favorite? Soccer. Soccer for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got that in common too. We do. And then, so, and then did you continue playing sports like throughout your, your teenage years, your adult years? How did that kind of go? Yeah. I, I played soccer from, you know, age six, seven, um, when I started off at the camps and then I, um, around grade like 
eight. So I've been, what are you like 12, 13? Um, that's when like we started to play or try out for silvers or golds or, um, metros. And, uh, I didn't make a gold team and my pals, the twins, they sure did They They were great. And they, that was like the first time that we were kind of like assessed at level and, it it was crushing for sure, like to not make the gold team when I, you know, I thought that I was um, quite, quite swift myself. Um, but what that gave me was I was able to play on the same team for the rest of the, I played till I was 18. So the rest of those years from 13 to 18, um, relatively similar folks on the, on the same team with the same coach. And we committed to sticking together as opposed to kind of branching out to the higher level teams. Um, and at some point the twins did join us back, um, because they liked, they heard about like the culture that we had on the team and we had a great, a great coach. So soccer was like my constant. And then I sprinkled in a lot of other things. Um, my mom had a lot of driving to do. I was playing basketball, um, at the high school level. I played at a, a pretty high level. Um, our teams were like quite good, um, on the North shore, but, um, was never like the best was never the worst could could play on the team and um that gave me a lot like it, i had very like average playing time and um it was cool it was really cool to like be different at different levels on different teams and it was a humbling experience for sure yeah you learn a lot especially from different teams and mm -hmm. Hearing about your getting not making the gold team and going to the silver, mm -hmm. um, it really connects because I do assessments for for my coaching job, and a lot of it is is the gold and the silver, or even like the VIPL and whatnot, and it is so crushing. And even like when you have to, you know, someone wants to make the goal, but they might just need a little bit more development or something like that. Um, but just hearing the story that you continued with it. And although it was maybe like a little bit of a setback or something that you weren't initially expecting, um, just having that good group of, of players, of teammates, of coaches, it really makes a difference and just shows like you can continue, right? If it might not be the team that you expected to be on, but it, it will turn out and just kind of keep going with it. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it, for sure. And it's, I mean, it's like a good, um, like I say, I learned more about life and sport than I did, you know, at university or at, um, you know, in other experiences, I mean, traveling, traveling is a good one, but really sport taught me a lot about like, you're, you're not going to get a lot of things in life that you want. And it's, it's about like what, what you're going to do after that. Um, now it's very relevant in roles that I apply for. Um, the job I'm in now, uh, I applied for six different roles at six different stores and didn't get five of them. So yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a really good analogy. Sports analogies just like totally correlate to, to the rest of life for sure. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on today is kind of talking about the different pathways that you can go. So you're still connected to sports, the industry, but it might not be an athlete or a coach. It might be in a different area. So that's what I'm so excited to dive in. So you just mentioned that you applied for, for many jobs with Lululemon. So how did, tell me more about that story, how it kind of started, what kind of caught your eye about uh, becoming that, that role, that leader role, kind of all that info. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, one thing that comes from being a generalist or playing on a lot of teams and not pursuing one solely is um, it's great. You get diverse experience, but might not know exactly 100 percent what you're fantastic at. You know, you've got a lot of different skills you're taking from. And I'll speak from I. This was my experience. And um, so when I, I went to the University of Calgary, 
not playing any sports, um, just went over there and pursued a communication degree. I'd actually would love to have worked in something like this. I think, you know, this, my, my goal would have been my like dream. My hero is, is Aaron Andrews, a sideline reporter in the NFL. So, um, but I don't like public speaking. So here we are. Um, but you're so good at it. Well, so like, well, we'll get that. We'll go to that later. But. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, so that was kind of like when I got back to Vancouver, I moved back to Vancouver and I was thought I could really excel in any communication job. I like to write um, and I like people. So um, I ended up working in uh, a couple um, kind of more like office focused jobs. I um, And I just realized that I wanted to be it was all about like what I was doing and who I was doing it with because it, these places didn't have a really strong culture. Um, funnily enough, I just went and shopped at Lululemon and I ran into somebody who I did my degree with and she was the hiring manager for the Park Rail store in West Van. And I, I didn't do great in the interview, to be honest. <laughs> it's a group interview. We always do group interviews and I didn't like cutting anybody off and there was 10 people in the group. And, um, so she kind of did me a solid and she got me a second interview one-on-one and I started there. I had an incredible team. Like, um, it really showed me the importance of when you're like a leader in a business like that or in a community where people are, um, want to be a part of that culture to identify potential is really important because I wouldn't have ever, I'm usually the last person to put my hand up or something. Um, I've gotten better at it, but there was uh, a couple of my, my peers there. And then the store manager there was uh, like a big mentor for me. Um, she identified a strength early on that I, I had leadership qualities and then, um, essentially showed me the way. And um, I had a couple other leaders there who came in at the right time. Um, One's my peer now. And she was like a little bit more of like structure and like pushed pushed me a little bit more and made me like quite uncomfortable in some of the opportunities she she put my hand, she put my own hand up for. And um, so I'd say like I, my development at Lululemon came from really powerful leaders who, um, knew how to adapt their leadership for where I was and then push me when I needed to be pushed. So um, what that looked like was um, the other thing about starting with Lululemon in, in Vancouver is this is where this is the place to be. This is the biggest stores um, that we have in the company there. Um, I mean, we've got some huge ones around the world, but this is like for our region, we run the biggest businesses. Um, I'm part of the central Vancouver uh, region. So oftentimes you get told you've, you've got to branch out to progress. So you have to go to another city, um, you know, interior of BC or um, Calgary, Ontario, other areas that um, will maybe have some smaller opportunities to jump to that next level. Um, so I was applying for everything. I was applying for uh, Prince George. Uh, there was a store up there, a pop-up. I applied for quite a few in Vancouver. Um, and they were all great experiences. Like, I, I got something out of every one of them, but by the time Johnson came up and Johnson's known, you know, in the region for being like top of the line, like people experience, the team has always really loved to work there. I was like, well, this is a big one. Like, I don't know if I have another no in me. And my leader at the time, um, Shay, she was, she was like, you, you, like, you've already applied, you've got an interview. You, you just got to go for it. And thank goodness that I didn't, um, pull out of that one because here I am. So a um, lot of lateral moves. I spent a little bit of time at West Forth as well and um, kind of took like a different route. Um, everybody's roots look different, but diversified the experience. And then um, honestly got really like comfortable with, with no and learning why, and then working on that, that gap. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that's a great story because I'm, I'm so happy to have met you and I feel like the the location is so lucky to have you as, as a store manager and just your leadership and just everything. And I've, I've even learned so much from you just from our, our shorter time working together. Um, but it's, it's good. Like I've also received many no's in the industry, right? It's a tough mm-hmm. one, especially like you said, like Vancouver is the main hub. I was just over there the other week and went to the one, um, I think on Robson street. Oh, yeah. and it was like just so, so packed. Right. But when you get no's and when there's so much competition in, in an industry or a workplace that you're working in, it's hard to kind of continue. Or I know for me, like kind of question be like, okay, is this the right route I'm going? Or is this a sign to maybe stop? But then it's like, I feel like right when you're about to kind of be like, okay, no, like maybe I'll, I'll look some other places, those doors open and something comes up and it's like, okay, this is what I waited for. This is why I didn't give up and then from there it's just kind of like the floodgates open in a way hundred percent hundred percent and it gives you perspective too right like um, I'm able to relate to so many people on this market because a lot of folks in this market are very talented but they don't they love the island and mm-hmm. we've got two stores so it makes it even more challenging so um you know not getting roles and and being able to l- relate with them and create other opportunities is is our a forever challenge but we're, we're kind of in it together yeah um and so tell me about being a leader. So we, I've had many interactions with being at the store and being with kind of the whole group. One was it was our ambassador um, initiation kind of entry one with me and another ambassador. And we came in and it was so much fun. I was so nervous because believe it or not, I think I mentioned to you is I'm not good at public speaking. And although it's my job, I'm like, I'm, I don't like to hear myself back. It's, I feel very awkward. Um, so to be in front of all the staff members during your staff meeting and then kind of have the spotlight on us, I was so nervous. I was so nervous because I only knew a couple of you. But the amount of warmth and like love and support that I felt in the room was like something that I like can't even compare it to. It just everyone felt so welcoming and not not judgmental it was just a very comfortable space and I think lots of that is a reflection of like you and your leadership and just how like where the bar is and what's the expectations and just kind of creating that overall positive comforting environment in the store and I feel like when I as soon as I walk through the doors too I kind of I feel that um so let's kind of just talk about that like what it's like being a leader being like the head of the store and just having kind of like staff and, and coworkers that you, that you manage and, and kind of, yeah, direct Mm -hmm. and look after. I I mean, it's a good question. I I wish I could uh, answer it with with like tons of certainty, but (laughs) um, I I think like what I've learned in any, in any transition, um, I was grateful to um, when I applied for one of the store manager roles uh, before I got Johnson, um, I was met with a, a no, but we need you over here. And it, it would be an assistant manager role, which is the same role of yours, but you'll get practice at, um, leading a new team. And at Park Royal, I had worked with the team for five years. I've been with the company for seven years. So majority of my relationships were there. And um, I was grateful for that practice because the first thing, you know, you're moving to a new business aside from Johnson is you have to build a relationship, the trust, the communication, the like, know, get to know your people. And um, Johnson has had the same leaders for many, many years. Um, uh, one of the the leaders is now at, at Mayfair and she's very well known and she has created such stability there. So um, I was initially covering her mat leave. And um, first, the best thing that I, I think I was able to do is like know 
know my know my gaps and know my strengths and like just play to my strengths for the first you know six to eight months of the role um and get to know the people i just i lead people the way that i like to be led um and i i i think that that's you know covers one lane of of folks um and then i surround myself with three assistant managers who lead people in a different way the way that they like to be led so everything's really authentic and for some of my team members they might not find the what i find interesting um very inspiring to them but they will my assistant manager might have an interest that aligns with them and so um connection is like num- one of our number one focuses there um the people experience i i really have nothing there if the people don't want to be there or they don't love their jobs and so um there is a lot of personal responsibility there that they they have to want to talk to um strangers all day and and love our product and and um nerd out on it like with with random people that's not a strength of some folks and and this team loves to do it they love to welcome folks in in to the store um like they know them and it's it makes them really special at johnson but I, what i would say is like it it's some, like as soon as i think i have it down pat there's something else that comes around the corner and i have uh, a lot of uh, a lot to thank my my team for for already having that they've they taught me just as much when i i came to the store um but i know my strengths and my strengths are making people feel seen and showing them what they're really good at like i said um my leaders initially they identified a potential that i didn't think i had at the beginning of my time at lululemon and I would say my peers would probably say the same thing who are all in store manager roles now. Somebody believed in them. So um, this morning we were talking about our year-long initiatives at the store. We just had a staff meeting and uh, it's about being bigger than than ourselves. It's about being a part of something that's bigger than um, clocking your shift, your part-time shift or your part-time hours. It's about being a part of the community, connecting with you, the other ambassadors, um, looking at who else could be a part of our ambassador bench one day? The people that you train at um, Gorge, like young leaders in the community and that stuff just feels bigger than um, selling a piece of product, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And sports might be like your industry and that's what you love to do and you want to pursue it, but maybe not playing, maybe not coaching or refing, but a different avenue, right? Do you have any advice for for young ones that might want to kind of pursue a career similar to yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, maybe not advice, but I can def- definitely share my experience. I didn't know roles like this exist. And I think, like, you're a leader in the community and that doesn't come with, like, a job title. It's, you know, there's, like, things that you can create in, in your own communities. And with Lululemon, I I didn't know that I could work in a team that didn't look like sport, but felt like sport, if that makes sense. There's, like, lots of you know, we're always talking about sports analogies. We're always talking about, um, you know, we set goals as a team and then, you know, we follow up on them and, and it's like working towards a collective goal with like-minded people is what I loved about playing on sports teams and, and transitioning that to business is, is a really cool lane to, to go down. Cause I just didn't know it created, it was created by, you know, Lululemon or anybody. And I think that there are, um, I know that there are many businesses that are operated in that way now. Um, you know, you just read like Atomic Habits by James Clear. He was an athlete that got injured. Um, you know, Brené Brown really uses a lot of sports analogies too. And um, I think that's where we're going. But what I would say to to anybody that plays sport, um, but not at elite levels, um, 
you're learning so much in there that you can transition to business, to um, a master's program, to um, communications, to whatever might be another passion of yours. Like we have, um, we've had so many athletes that work at the store and they're, they're transitioning from like a life in sport to what's next. And I love that Lululemon is usually their first stop of like, I'll, I'll work here and I'll figure out my next steps. And they've transitioned to incredible floor leaders. And, um, you know, some of the leaders this morning, they led vision and goals for our team. And what a way to like share an example of setting a goal than hearing it from an Olympic diver mm-hmm. or um, somebody who played, you know, high competitive sport and then got injured and um, faced the diversity. So, um, yeah, what I would say is like, there's more to win from sport than like being the best or getting the full ride scholarship or those types of things. Like I learned a lot about, um, putting other people's needs first sometimes when you work on or when you play on teams and, um, how to win, how to lose. That's like a really important one. Um, so yeah, what I, what I would say is like, there's more than, than being the best and being, um, you know, getting the scholarships or playing on the professional teams. It's fantastic for many. I've, I've had a friend group where four of them went off on full ride scholarships to the States and field hockey, like it's awesome. And it just was never going to be in my future. And I was, I was okay with that, but then what else and seek out like what part of what you want to be a part of. And and I feel like the rest will come. And I think you've done that too. in in a lot of your work is that's you know, all of our ambassadors actually, they ask themselves why a lot why am I here? What's my purpose? Like, what's, what am I putting into this? What am I getting out of it? If we're constantly assessing, then we can stay on track of what we love to do. Yeah, I agree. Any athletes that you looked up to growing up? Oh, this is a good question. Many. Um, okay. So my dad's going to laugh if I say this. Um, Scott Stevens on the, on the New Jersey Devils. Like my dad's told me he was like, my dad's Irish and he's a, like, he's, he's a gurrier. He's like a fighter. And then I was like, I like that guy. And I was quite ag- aggressive in sports. Okay. That's like me too. Is that my family's Irish. Oh, no my way. dad's from Scotland, but like my, his parents are Irish. And then I like the, like the aggressive fighter the tough ones, ones yeah. So I guess I got to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure my dad was beating himself up about that one because um, I, I got carded a few times as a kid. And then he was like, this is driving me to hear like community club hearings being like, you know, <laughs> right. defend your red card. Um, I loved him. And I, I'd say like a transition naturally over. Um, I loved Brendan Morrison when he played for the Canucks. I thought like I was a striker and I just like loved his like grit and scoring goals and playing on that, that dream line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in the female lens, like I've always looked up to Aaron Andrews. I loved, um, some of the sports net reporters growing up. I used to watch sports net before I'd go to school every day. So I have like a, a few. And right now I listen a lot to, um, Carissa Thompson and, and Aaron yes, Andrews. They're so funny. They're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> then, and just like talk about what you talk about, like, um, be like, finding their voice in a male dominated industry it's it's so inspiring like it's it's very cool and and i'm sure comes with like a lot more i think they speak to it quite lately mm-hmm. but um yeah those are those are like big big idols i love football season and i love i love watching those two out there 
I know they're so great. So fun. I look up to them too. I think we connect on on so many similarities and growing up and kind of like watching Sportsnet and, and yeah. not and um yeah there definitely is and I think that's why and kind of like learning from you and seeing how you you're you run your leadership skills and there's so many different ways to be a leader I feel like like you mm. can be vocal you can be behind the scenes there's just so many different ways and it's also building confidence for for young athletes and just young people in general is to make those decisions and to stand by your decisions or to make those calls or if you have an interaction especially with say coaching mm-hmm. like if you're coaching if you're younger it sometimes can be you can be getting questioned or something like that so trying to to build up the confidence and the leadership qualities to be able to yeah just just go with with what you think and and make those calls any accomplishments that really you're so proud of or something that stands out or it could be like a moment a moment in your career a life or sports that you're like this is something that I always remember hmm there's a, there's quite a funny one. Um, I mentioned briefly that I played a little bit of hockey and I mean, as you know, growing up in Canada, like kids like play hockey when they start to walk, like they walk and then they skate. It's like, that's the cadence. And so I, around the age of like 13, 14, um, one of my good friends, Jane, she's a great hockey player. And I was like, this is so fun. Like, again, my friend's doing something. I'm like, I want to go do that. Um, and around that age playing spring season, cause I was playing soccer in the winter it's co-ed like it, it it's co-ed ice and 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 spring roller hockey so I got all the gear and um we got out there and um well it didn't get out there I was in the car my dad drove me to the ice rink and he's like okay let's go it's to tryouts and I'm like 14 and I'm just sitting in the car and he's like okay let's go and I'm just sitting there I'm like, I just need I just need a minute and I'm like taking deep breaths little 14 year old and then I was like Okay, I'm ready to go. And then got out there and it just like scrambled through the tryouts. I made the team, but um, it it was like this moment where he he tells the story all the time. He's like so funny seeing you just like bundle up your courage to go play with the boys. And then You're like, I, I need went a minute in there. to regroup myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then I played soccer or I played hockey um for I think I played for like six seasons or something oh, wow. after that in spring. I really liked the roller hockey aspect of it. It was fast. It was three on three. It mm-hmm. was like really fun. Um, but that was pretty funny. And, and and courage is like a real real core value of mine. So I think it's funny that like I had it back then. And and then, um, yeah, I think like just I'm really proud of um, my career at Lulam. And I, it's it's been like pretty challenging and incredibly rewarding going after something like six times. Now I know for the next few roles I, I will be able to hear now and just keep going. I think that's a perfect way to kind of wrap it up. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on Her Love of Sports. I'm so excited that we got to come down here and learn more about you and just kind of show for all the listeners that there's different ways that you can be in the industry and to keep following your dreams. Like you said, if you get no's, to to don't take it. Just keep going until you get that yes and everything will change from there. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Steph, for coming on Her Love of Sports. Thank you for having me. That was fun. To catch all the latest, make sure to follow us on social at Her Love of Sports and check out herloveofsports.com.